Having relationship problems? Today we're talking about how to recognize self-sabotaging behaviors and the importance of self-care. Erica says we should stop looking for others to make us happy. By taking time out to find ways to make ourselves happy, we can create a healthier relationship both for you and your partner. So please stick around and enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of Coffee with Tea. Today, I'm going to be talking about relationships and what the self-sabotage really looks like in those relationships. And today, I had to bring back on my relationships expertise, Miss Erica J. Holston. So without further ado, I'd like to bring on Miss Erica. Thank you for being here. Welcome Thank back. You. Thank you, Tanya. What a pleasure. Oh, I'm learning. I can't, I can't believe since I started how far we've come, and I would love to know how have you been since this COVID-19 has been coming on? What have you learned? What do you like to share? Yeah, so COVID-19 has been up and down for me. Um, I would say it has helped me to self-reflect and to really look at myself what's like really important to me. Um, and that would be self-care. Um, so like, for example, going out, getting a massage, walking at Lunkin Airport, um, just doing things just to care for myself so I can recharge. Um, and then like, as far as like my clients, I just see a lot of people stressed out and I cannot stress enough self-care, take care of you, understand the importance of just taking a brief pause or taking a me day. Definitely, definitely. And like I said, it really, before we dive into it, because like I said, we talked about communications and we we're talking now today about relationships. And I, and I want to ask you really, um, for a good relationship to blossom, it does start with self-care, correct? Yes, it definitely starts with self-care because a lot of us think that we should look towards the other person and say, make me happy. But if you reflect and you ask yourself, what are some of the things that I want? What are some of the things that I can deal with? What are some of the things that I can't deal with? And when you ask yourself those questions, that you can have a more fulfilling relationship with someone because if they ask you, so what do you want from me? Or what do you need from me? If you didn't take that moment to reflect on those type of questions, you'll be looking like, uh, you? <laughs> So it's just so important just to look within, evaluate, and then share your feelings, your thoughts, share what you want, what you don't want, and you'll have a relationship that will truly blossom. Right, right. So what does, we're talking about self-sabotage, and how does that really look in the relationship? How do you know you're sabotaging yourself in your relationship? One of the ways that singles as well as couples sabotage themselves is when they have so much on their plate and let's say your significant other or your spouse asks for you to do one more thing and you already know that you're up to here and you say yes and you can just feel it. For example, for me, I feel my stress in my neck. 
maybe for you, you feel it someplace else. And when you say yes, it's like, oh, I want to please you and I want to make you happy, but yet I'm discrediting the things that I truly need. So we self-sabotage ourselves by saying, hey, um, do you think you can do that? Or at this time, I can't do that. Um, can you find someone else? Just being able to say no in a nice way. And it goes a long way. And I'm sure your significant other or your spouse or your man or your woman will be able to understand like, okay, I see that you have a lot going on and I know you mean well. So I'm just going to take this task for myself and then go on about my business. So, <laughs> so how does that happen? Like when you, so it's basically what, what I'm making sure I'm understanding. It's like setting boundaries for yourself. Exactly. Like we definitely need to learn the importance of setting boundaries. And, you know, some of us have this misconception that setting boundaries is a no-no but setting boundaries actually helps you to have more fulfilling relationships because you're telling someone what are your expectations. And I'm sure that the other person can share with you what are their expectations. And the secret sauce is being able to compromise. So it's not like, oh, you're just setting this hard boundary and you're not um, allowing them to come into your world or you're not allowing them to get over, well, their point across. But what could happen is, it's like, hey, this is my boundary. And is this an opportunity for us to compromise? Or is this a redirection for our relationship? Right, right. That's, what, I'm, I'm taking it all in. So I do apologize, because I'm like, I'm like processing it. Because like I said, it really comes down to, um, I guess people would say it's selfishness, if, if they didn't really understand it, right? So is it, how do you, um, different, differentiate between selfishness and self-care? Is there a difference? Yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> like, so if, if all you think about is yourself and it's in a point of everything's just about you and there isn't an even exchange, that is an example of being selfish. But when it comes to self-care, it's like, okay, I need to carve this time out for me. I need to carve this time out so I am well, so I can rejuvenate. And then when you come back, it's like, okay, I'm available. I'm here. What would you like to do? And when we handle things from that regard, it's just like, okay, so this is, this is self-care, but it's about us. But when it comes to selfishness, no, it's all about me. It's all about what I want. It's all about all the places that I want to go. Um, we're going to discredit everything that you want to do because what you want to do isn't what I want to do. So we're just going to focus on me. So that's the difference between self-care and being selfish. Right. Okay. I hear, I, I understand that, but how do you let your spouse know that, you know, because like says, you know, from a woman to woman, maybe we can get that a little bit more. But explain it to somebody else who has no clue what self, self-care means. It sounds like you're being selfish. So how do you communicate that to them, that this is benefiting them as well? Yeah, so one of the key words that you just said is benefiting them. So let's say, for example, you want to go out someplace and your spouse doesn't want to go there. And it's just like, okay, so... This is something, explain to them how important something is to you. 
And when someone that you love knows that something is really important to you, they're going to want to honor you for that. And even if you feel like it's selfish, you don't have to take that guilt onto yourself, but to practice something new and being able to understand is that, you know, even though you possibly have done things the old way, if you're able to appreciate yourself, if you're able to communicate to the other person, this is important to me. And then when I get back from this event or when I get back from my massage, that I'm going to be hot for you if it's your spouse or we can do whatever it is that you want. And so that person is going to feel valued and say to themselves, you know what, since this is so important to you, I want to make sure that you're able to do what makes you happy. And then when you're a happier self, I know that that happiness, that joy, your light, that being is just going to help make me happy. And it's going to add more value to our relationship or marriage. Right. And it sort of like leads back to what we talked about before is communication. Exactly. <laughs> so it, it's like, a, it's, it's like, you communicate how you feel and then you, you, you get what you need for you that, and then you reciprocate back to, to what that person is. is, is uh, it could be a healthy cycle, right? Yeah, definitely. And one more thing I want to uh, bring up is that sometimes us as women, since we're just such natural nurturers and we just like to fix things and when we like to do things is that we don't take that time out for ourselves. And I just want to highly encourage every woman that's listening to us talk right now is that you have to take that time for yourself because you have to be well. If you're not well, you're not going to show up well. And being tired is not cute. Like you need to have energy. You need to be happy. You need to have a peace of mind and you deserve a piece of that cake too. Right. <laughs> so I, I think for years I, I can attest to that because I've had three children. So I was like, you, you want to give, 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 but you can't pour from an empty cup, right? Exactly. So, so exactly. you have to fill the cup back up and be able to replenish it, right? Exactly, yes. So, so besides, I know, you know, um, what's some of the economical ways we can, you know, um, take care of ourselves during this COVID-19? You know, a lot of people are struggling with money. So what what are some of the tips that you would share with people so they can like um get that that self-care for themselves even if they can't afford to like go to a spa or something like that is there what, what yeah definitely so i know that um you know if you're a woman and you like to get facials you can go to target and get like a, a five dollar pack of a facial or you can even go to like trader joe's and get like a, a clay mask um, if you're someone who likes to have a um, bubble bath, you could take a bubble bath in your home, maybe go to the store and buy some candles. And if you want to buy yourself some flowers or ask your uh, significant other or your husband to buy you some flowers and just to make you feel more special, not to say that you're not special, but just to like spruce things up a little bit. And then also, too, just rewarding yourself. So what are some of the things that are economical for you that you like to buy? Whatever your favorite thing is, I highly recommend just to treat yourself like once a week or once a month. But you know what makes you happy. And I want to say go for it. 
<laughs> now I know you give a lot of advice for women, but men need the same thing, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So for men, I know that um, my husband he likes to go out and get like a barber's haircut because that makes them feel really good. So whether if you want to go, you know, to your favorite barber shop or Great Clips, like that's great. Or let's say you want to go to Home Depot and you want to upgrade on a screwdriver, maybe go to Home Depot and get a new screwdriver, whatever like makes you happy as a man. Maybe you love shoes. Go out and buy you a nice pair of shoes or house shoes or whatever the case may be, but do whatever makes you happy as a man or a woman. And when you do that, that that's going to help you feel rejuvenated and your husband or your wife or your man or your woman is going to say to you like, Hey, like you've been really taking care of yourself. Right. Right. And I do think, and I think, I think it was Oprah says, if you start taking care of yourself, you start to flow over into other things. So, I mean, it makes your relationships and everything else better. Right. If you start taking care of yourself, not just relationships, but you know, everything money <laughs> you start treating yourself ready because <laughs> it's like it's like you 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 feel more joyous more generous correct yes definitely you do <laughs> i was like I, I just i love the whole thing because like i said i i would admit i used to think if i took time out for myself because i you know i'm a mom and stuff like that i was like oh i'm being selfish because i'm only thinking on yourself and then you know sometimes you're stuck your spouse or your partner might not understand and they'll be like, you're just being selfish. You're just thinking of yourself. It's like, uh, yeah, because if I'm not, you're not going to like this person you want to get. <laughs> exactly. And, and when, when your um, spouse or your man or your woman, you know, says to you, let's say, for example, if they say that you're being selfish, you can ask them, like, when is the last time you went out and you really enjoyed yourself and what were you doing? And then they can share that. And then you can say, so just how you felt when you were doing the very thing that brought you joy or made you happy, that's what I want to feel for myself. And so when you use that as a reflective moment that hopefully that can encourage them or help them to change their mind. Uh, that's like a great tip. So, Miss Erica, I know you have a wealth of information and stuff, but where can people find more information about you, your services, and what you do? Yes. So, people can find more information about me at vine, V I N E, lifecoaching.com, or you can email me at info at vinelifecoaching.com. So, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to email me. And I, your speaker correct so you can you're would you like to let everybody know where they can find you and your events and stuff like that as well yes so you can go to my website as well everything's on there you can just go to the uh, speaker tab and there'll be more information there if you want to request me to come and virtually speak at this time i would be more than happy to do that um, also too i have one-on-one -on -one professional coaching i have singles coaching and couples coaching because the bottom line is, the foundation is, is that communication is so important, and I just love helping singles, couples, as well as professionals overcome their barriers and supporting them. Well, thank you again so much for being here. I really enjoy some of the information that you put out, and I hope people are finding value of it. So again, thank you for being here. You're welcome. Thank you, Tanya.
it's always a pleasure to have you here. And I also want to take a moment to remind everybody, feedback is always welcomed. Emails if you have any guests or show ideas. Links are always posted in the comments so you can follow up with Erica and all the stuff that she's doing. And also, thank you so much for watching. And if you like this video, you'll know by giving us a thumbs up and leaving us a comment. And if you're getting value and enjoying the insight that people are sharing, like Erica and stuff like that, please, please, please hit the subscribe button below. And remember, take things in stride, go with the flow, and create your own path. And again, thank you for joining into this video. We'll see you another time. All right, bye-bye. Share with us. What was one of your takeaways from today's show? Post your answers in the comments. everyone this is tanya popping in again to say thank you for listening to today's show coffee with tea interviews are always free and if you're enjoying the wisdom and insights that's being shared please consider showing your support by all means buy me a coffee or become a supporter links are posted in the comments and again thank you for tuning in